back. It's another episode of Hot Takes with Panda and Friends. I'm Panda. Joined again, it's the NFL podcast version still, by Billy. What up, Billy? What up, what up, man? I hope you don't mind. I uh, started drinking early because these pick'em results have me pretty thirsty lately, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> Keep talking shit. <laughs> Good Lord. Here we go. He's already talking. Today. Cheers. That's already right. fucking talking. It's been I'm like crack- two months, it feels like. I'm going to crack my beer. I'm having a yeah. uh, double vanilla black clouds in honor of my fucking black clouds over my pickums this week. <laughs> I went to Love City this week, man, actually. I was at a party there, so I came on with a city. Nice, dude. What'd you get? Um, but It's just their Pilsner, and it's oh, good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, is, this is a dancing, dancing gnome beer. They're known more for their IPAs and so on and so forth, but this is a pretty pretty solid one, too, so it'll be good. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> uh, well, let's just uh, kick it off. Let's, uh, let's uh, have a shot here and get into what we did for the week. So cheers, bud. Cheers, dude. Cheers to you and uh, Garner Minshew out there. Yeah, you and this Minshew magic. <laughs> We love our backup quarterbacks, bro. Yeah, it's like a thing for you guys. Like, always. you know, it's not even. You can't even say it's just like a gimmick. It just, it just keeps happening. So, you can't really blame us. No, I wouldn't blame you either. It's, <laughs> it's dumb, but it works. Yeah. We'll get into it though. We'll save yeah. it for later. Well, so what all did you end up doing for the week? You said you went to Love City. Uh, what was your weekend? Yeah, man. I, uh, like I told you a little pre-show, I spent all Friday pretty much playing Halo. But then Saturday, uh, I went out to an event. They were showing the movie Eraserhead. It's an old... It's David Lynch's, like, one of his original movies in the 70s. And it's bizarre as fuck. It really doesn't make any sense. But it's cool. And they were showing it in outside in one of the tunnels in yeah. North Philly. And it was, like, two blocks from where he grew up, I guess. So it was, it was a cool experience, man. And then, uh, yeah, we went to, like, a little after party at Love City Brewery brewery and it was it was cool that's awesome yeah it was bad yeah i'd obviously worked through the weekend uh went a little crazy with with all the work shit and then was like watching all the the crowd college football craziness uh oh, hell yeah yesterday actually went with with uh, megan down to we do they did a krampus festival type thing where they have a, a band named slayer s-l-e-i-g-h-e-r <laughs> Sleigh bells, yeah. <laughs> when you that, text me that, I was like, "Oh, that's sick." So they they're dressed up in Krampus and they play heavy metal, but it ends up being like like ho- holiday based, right? So we went down there and like all of Market Square of Pittsburgh was just like filled with a million people dressed up as Krampus and stuff like that, and then the they were obviously playing music and all that <laughs> fucking funniest part we're just standing there this dude just yelling hail santa as we're just just walking around hail santa hail santa <laughs> i like that man i like the krampus stuff oh we cool. had a little one too but it was just like uh what do you call them like when you sell stuff like local people sell oh, like shit an art, like an art sale show yeah like one of them so it wasn't nearly as cool but we are going to like a krampus uh like parade of the spirits next weekend which is i've gone to before and it's weird shit so it's that's cool that'd be dope yeah we just um 
it was something to do on a Monday. Like we, I always have Monday, Tuesdays off work usually from the brewery. So it just works out that it worked. That it was on a Monday. Uh, I think the favorite part of the night though was this dude dressed up in like full Krampus garb. And he's standing outside the five guys that has like glass windows in the front. And he's yeah. just like tapping on the window and like messing with people. Like, is he grabbing people's kids? I mean, he, he could have. It should have. It would have been great. <laughs> yeah, he should have. <laughs> well, I suppose we can uh, jump into these pickums, even though I don't want to, because you're already gloating your ass off. So, <laughs> Yeah, you know. All right, that first game of the weekend, Broncos at Chiefs. Chiefs for minus 10. Um, This game easily could have gone our way. It really could have. It should have. But... The fucking Broncos offense never showed up. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater in that terrible pick six to what could very well possibly be the worst defensive back in the NFL and Daniel Sorensen. Yes. I, I feel like every time I watch the Chiefs, he's the only player I see, dude, other than hate that uh, dude. Honey Badger, you know? Yeah. Why do you hate him? Just what did he do? Did he, he hurt just, you in the field? No, he didn't. No. Like, I just, I, <laughs> every time I've watched him play, he's just been garbage. Like, yeah. He just gets burned. Literally, that was like half of Chiefs Twitter was them shitting on this dude all last year, so or all this earlier year. So yeah, it, yeah, he did have some bad play, but I feel like in the past he's been pretty good, right? I mean, at least he's been he's been good. The defense itself yeah. in general has been a lot better in the past couple yeah, couple weeks, or not even couple weeks, past month. Really, uh, I mean, yeah. obviously you have to. Uh, this game, Mahomes another fucking interception, like. He's up to 12 on the year. He only trails Tannehill, Lamar, and Joe Burrow interceptions thrown for the season. Was actually kind of shocked a little bit to see that uh Burrow is uh leading the leading the na- or leading the league in interceptions with 14. Yeah, I didn't know that either. The it's Lamar, crazy. the Tannehill, that kind of makes sense. They've been trying to throw the ball too often, and as you've right. seen, the good old Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Mark Andrews is down there somewhere. Bullshit. Uh, well, it wasn't even like Mahomes. It wasn't even just the pick. Like, his overall play was still shitty. Like, what is his QBR was 44. Like, it's not yeah, even that barely, dissimilar he, to Bridgewater. Yeah, he was but, barely over a 50% completion percentage in that game. Yeah. So, barely. it's not really like their offense is what's exploding. Their defense is barely keeping them in these close games. And, obviously, they're good enough. Well, yeah. Like just barely outgun somebody. They got a touchdown early. And then yeah. three field goals. The only other... Scoring that they had was Daniel Sorensen pick six. So yep. there's that. And then honestly, I don't know if you saw it, but I, I thought it was hilarious. I don't know if you got to watch the game close or not, but uh, in the middle of the game, Travis Kelsey like catches the ball over the middle, makes a turn towards the like football move to go to the, like take a right and get up field and gets the ball hit and it pops out. Uh, they called it. Incomplete on the field and upheld it on a pawn challenge. Mike Vrabel, the Tennessee Titans coach, <laughs> tweeted a photo of the rule book for like what a catch is. I love him. To NFL officiating on Twitter. <laughs> and it literally just says there because they, they said they used the they he didn't have enough time with the ball before it was knocked loose. Right, they usually but, say two steps or a move or whatever. That's yeah, you're right. Two steps or a move, right? Right, right. Well, 
He made a football move. He tucked the ball. He catches it out here outside of his body, tucks it into his to his side as if he's carrying it and gets ready to turn up field. And at the same time as he gets ready to turn up field, you know, the karate chop to the and punches the ball out. Where Vrabel said is they said that he did the A and B were correct. He made a football move. He caught the ball. He brings it in, does a football move. They said there's supposed to be a C and that he did not have the ball for enough time for it to be considered a catch. So therefore it would not be a fumble, which would have given Denver a, a good shot at that point too. Cause they were, it would have been in chiefs territory, all that. Bro. I feel like they do that every time the refs fuck up. They always give some tiny little sliver reason why, like they'll never go against him. I should say like anytime there's a complaint. Well, this is, this but was just I, Vrabel. Yeah. Vrabel just flat out. He just, Wanted, well, I know. I think honestly, but, for him, he just wants clarification going forward. Because, like, technically in the rule book, it does nothing about time. All it says is, "Did you make a football move after catching the ball?" Right. And he did. By technicality, the way the rule book is, what he did was a football move. It should have been ruled a fumble. He caught it outside of his body, brings it in, and turns up field. I like how Vrabel wasn't even involved in this game whatsoever, though, and he's the one, he's the one complaining though, which is cool. I mean, yeah, I mean it's just Vrabel. Being I dig Vrabel. him. You know, you yeah, know for a say, fact that him. son of a bitch is out there watching every game that he can. Yeah, just because this one's a Sunday night game, you know he's paying attention. So he's awesome, man. He'd be a really fun coach to have. I know their offenses are kind of boring, but still, like he's just a, such a fucking cool guy. Yeah, don't disagree. Yeah. Well, let's roll into the second game of the week. Charges Bengals, Bengals two and a half. This is another example of us being completely straight up fucking wrong. Fucking Bengals, bro. I trusted them. Yeah. They couldn't get their offense going for much of the first half. Chargers jumped out 24 nothing lead right away. As I texted you, it was like, yeah, so much for that touchdown win by the Bengals. Yeah. I, t- I said you right after that. I literally had one typed out to you that I was going to brag about the Bengals coming back. And I was like, no, no, no. Because my luck is fucking terrible, so I ain't even saying a word. Yeah. Five seconds later, you send one at me. Yeah. 24 nothing lead. Bengals started to figure out midway through the second quarter. And then Burrow ended up having that issue with his pinky. His pinky is all fucked up. But they they rattle off 22 straight points, pull it in two. Don't get the two-point conversion. 24-22. And I, yes, as just as you said, jinxed us. By texting you saying, oh, here comes that Bengals comeback. And regretfully, they did not score another point in the game. Yeah, there was never a Bengals highlight again after that text. No. You son of a you Not son at of all. Bitch. They literally 17 more points from the Chargers in the fourth quarter and a 41-22 win. Um, honestly, these, these two teams are absurd. Do are we yes. gonna get like are we gonna get the same team? Week in, week out, or are we going to get a different team every single time? Because it seems like we're not getting well, the same thing. I wrote down uh, as a note watching this. I actually watched this game. I was like, dude, these two teams are like the definition of what this whole football season has been like. Because anytime anybody looks good, a week later they look like shit. You know what I mean? It's just like nobody's standing out, and these guys especially are fucking back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, my fantasy team loved it, the outcome, of course, because I have Herbert and uh, Herbert. Eckler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I still squeaked it out. It was wild. But I don't know, man. I guess maybe that's on me for trusting in the Bengals, but I just thought that I thought it'd be a lot closer than this. I just honestly don't know what team we're going to get each week. 
with Never. with the, with either of the, with either team, the Chargers or the Bengals. Like it, it's just absurd. Like I just don't get it. But uh, whatever. There wasn't a whole lot in that other than Chargers thumped. Bengals had a little bit of a fight, but then just went back away. So yeah. Well, let's go into the one that's going to decide. This this is the one that decided uh, <laughs> the pick'em for the week. That's right. Patriots at Bills. Bills minus three. Uh, you picked it an outright. That's, I was wondering which one I outrighted. I felt it. I see what I'm saying. Yeah, this is the one you outrighted. Yeah. I'm just going to say this. You got lucky, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to blame the weather on this one? I'm not going to blame the weather. I'm not going to okay. blame the weather. But the weather was a fucking bitch. Of course. 50 mile an hour gusts, snow. And of course... Bill Belichick finds a way to win a fucking game while only letting Mac Jones throw the ball three times. <laughs> yeah. What, he had one completion, right? Two for 17 Two, yards. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, you can't put that on Bill. That's a that's a McDaniels thing. He runs that offense, man. But, I mean, like, oh, I is... guess Bill for allowing it to happen. So Bill still controls the play calling. Absolutely. I don't so. Oh, I, yeah. I don't I, – I'm pretty sure I've seen a lot of, like, scouts and stuff claim it's just all – anyway, regardless – I was so stoked leading this game, bro, because I my favorite football games of all time are snow games, dude. And I was seeing all those videos with like the crazy blizzard, people in the parking lot freaking out and shit. I was so excited. And then the snow stopped once the game got here. I mean, the wind was still insane. But yeah, you remember that? Uh, just like a quick thing. Do you remember that hurricane game back in the day? I think it was you guys, right? Yes, Pittsburgh versus Miami. Yeah. That was one another one of my favorite games because like every punt would just sink into the fucking water because there was like five inches of water on the field so, and shit. And do you remember what is also like famous for that game? Uh no. Sorry. That was Ben Roethlisberger's first ever start. Really? Yep. That's bizarre. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um he came in in the first game of the season after Tommy Maddox got hurt. Right. And they lost. And then that Miami game. He started and they just ran the ball and they won like a fucking nine to six game. Yeah, well, like, fucking McDaniel's had the same idea today, dude, because he just ran it like a million times. Yeah, how, 14, how can the, the Bills have a good? Well, well, why I thought the Pats are going to win this? For one, I think the Pats are just on this little steady roll. They're just playing quality football, and other people are like making way too many mistakes against them. That's kind of how I feel it. But anyway, I, I thought McDaniel or it was going to be way too much on Josh Allen, and it was. There's no running game. The weather affected it. Uh, I thought McDaniel, or uh, I keep saying Josh because I both Josh, but Allen uh, was making good throws, especially on the goal line. There was a couple, but the wind would just gust it just out of the reach of his receivers and stuff. Like, what are you going to do? I yeah, mean, I blame the Bills defense more than anything because you know they're only going to do one thing. Yeah. And honestly, Buffalo should have had this win. I mean, yeah. You don't very often go one for four in the red zone. Like, right. It just doesn't have. He didn't even get field goals on those. Like, well, they were the ones missing field goals too. That was a problem because yeah. New England kept making them. But like balls on them for kicking them too. That 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 was nuts. Yeah, an absolute horrendous day for me. <laughs> I trusted the fucking Buffalo Bills again, and they screwed me. Yeah. Well, the Bills had their chance at the AFC East, man. They just refused to grow up and play like the big boys. Keep handing it right back. Well, I suppose I'll let you make the decision on this one. I've got two shots here. Okay. <laughs> 99 okay. apples or 99 mystery flavor. 
I feel like this was. Oh wait, it was pineapple and apples last time, right? Yep. Uh, let's do mystery this time because apples always gonna be okay. We did mystery one time and it was not great. So yeah, I hope it's pineapple again. I hate you. Ninety nine barbecue or something like that. Something just. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'll take a shot with you. Is that cool? I doubt I outrighted yeah. this bitch, so I'm gonna celebrate. Yeah, you outrighted it. That's fair. Hey, it's got a scratch and sniff. Okay, gasoline. I can't smell shit. <laughs> All right, well, bottoms up to this bullshit. Cheers. Oh God. Oh, oh yeah. It looks good. Yeah, totally. So, <laughs> what what are we getting? It reminds me of like Do you know like Airheads, the mystery flavor? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. But like Wait, but wasn't that one normally really good? Yeah, but like this is like that flavor but with a bunch of burning bullshit down your fucking throat <laughs> afterwards. It's just their alcohol, their yeah, it's just straight, yeah, it's just fucking yeah. straight hot fire coming down <laughs> after. That's funny. not the worst thing I've had. It's still, still better than Wicked Pickle. I made my uh, friend try that. I had a half a shot left. I made him try it over the weekend. He didn't enjoy it either. <laughs> I bet. Not. I don't know how that made it to the market, bro. <laughs> because of stupid fucking people like us, they're like, yeah, this is gonna be good. Yeah, you're right. Then we're right. gonna give it to friends that are like, "This is terrible." <laughs> well, I don't, I don't plan on taking any trips to the the uh, liquor store soon because I'm gonna keep winning this bitch. Yeah, keep talking, motherfucker. Whatever. I heard uh, whoever loses the the season total though has to butt chug their last shot. No, no. What? Well, no. Is, are you only, you you're only agreeing to the or not agreeing to this because you're the one losing? I feel like. No, we're like we're we're not that far <laughs> off from each other right now. I think we're like maybe four games away from each other. That's a lot. It, it, to a point, right. we got we got five weeks left, and I'm not butt chugging a fucking we'll, shot. We'll mull it over. We'll, we'll keep I'll it do like two calendar. shots, or I'll do like some dumbass <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah, some like beer and a shot combo. But I'm not butt chugging a shot, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not twelve. I mean twenty one. Oh, is that what twelve year old do? I'm at twenty one. Well, dyslexia. You wanna sorry. Get, you want to get to your ramp, bro? Steelers, no, man. no, no, no. We got Minshew Mania first, baby. Oh, we're we got going Minshew okay, Mania first, baby. That's right. You see it's this upon boy, us. This hot boy right here. This hot boy. You can see. There you go. <laughs> all of Philly. Garner's game. All of Philly just loves themselves a backup quarterback. Well, like I said, <laughs> they just keep handing them to us, dude. You know what I mean? It's hard not to love Minshew anyway. I mean, without him even stepping on the on the field in Philadelphia, you know, like he's just a cool ass dude. His personality rocks. Um, did you see that before I even get into it? Did you see that video of him after the game with his dad? Yes. Fucking that shit makes me tear up. That's the best, dude. Like that's just like I that man feels how I feel when I think about the Eagles. And it's just how he feels about football in general, and that's fucking awesome. But anyway, the Eagles, man, they win. 33-18. The Jets are they're garbage. You know, fun fact, the Eagles have never lost to the Jets in NFL history. They're twelve and all time. Really? Which yeah, which is the longest a, streak of any in the NFL. What an obscure fucking fact. <laughs> yeah, I know. And and I thought I had a gem, too, because I wrote this down way before the game started. And then all of a sudden on the broadcast, they said it like 15 fucking times. But 
regardless. But I think there was like a random other one. It was like the next two were both zero and five or five and zero against Houston. It was like Minnesota and somebody else, which is weird. Oh, it makes but, sense. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, prepare for hysteria in Philadelphia right now, dude, because we got Minshew mania going. He's fucking. He was hot. He, he went uh, started the game with eleven straight completions, man. Two huge touchdowns to Dallas Goddard. Welcome back, Dallas Goddard. Like you finally have a quarterback to throw or throw into you. You know he enjoyed it. He had a career game. Yeah, much to the chagrin of my uh, fantasy team because I had him benched because he wasn't doing sh- shit. Same. Lately. I looked at the first on, the first fucking drive alone. He already had thirteen fucking points. Dude, he was he was fucking unbelievable. Like he he always is. It's just like you know, I don't yeah. know what it is. But anyway, he's a monster. Top five tight end already. I don't care what the fuck people say, but. Uh, Minshew, uh, there was a funny thing he said. He, he said he never even got the uh, official go-ahead he was starting. He just noticed that Jalen wasn't suited up when he was on the sidelines. So he was like, uh, I guess I'm going, you know, which is fucking kind of weird. But the game started off a little bit of a shootout. Both teams, they scored on their first three drives. And then it calmed down a little bit in the second half where the Eagles just completely controlled the fucking game. Yeah. Uh, I think they own time of possession, like 22 minutes to eight for the whole second half. And then there was like one point in the third quarter in real time, the Jets didn't even have a first down for over an hour and a half. So it was, it was bad up there in, in uh, North Jersey, dude, but North uh, Jersey, <laughs> the Jersey Jets, the Jersey Jets. Yeah. But yeah, the Eagles are the only ones in the NFC East, by the way, to play in their actual city. So fuck all the other ones. Anyway, but Minshew, man, he was dope, dude. He was fun to watch. He's he's a character anyway on the field, you know, on his own. And he, he's kind of like Manzellish. He runs around a little bit and makes some crazy plays. He doesn't seem to have, like, a big arm strength or anything. Like, his deep balls are, like, just slow lobs. They're not, they're not pretty, you know what I mean? They're no rainbows. But he is really accurate in everything else, the middle game especially. Like, that was something we've been greatly missing with Hurts is he refuses to touch the middle of the field. And Minshew was thrown all over the fucking place. Um, it was cool, man. I mean, the Jets, though, they do have a couple good players, you know, like Elijah Moore, their receiver. He's, he's pretty awesome. He had a really good day. Yeah. Uh, CJ Mosley, who you should know, right? He, he's still a pretty good player. CJ. Yeah. Uh, he was them two about the or only players, you know, really show up. Yeah. Elijah uh, Moore helped me in my fantasy. I picked him up on the waiver wire like three or four weeks ago. Cause he started, yeah. started kind of coming on and he's been good. He's been a good waiver wire pickup. Yeah, a lot of Eagles writers and stuff were hoping they would draft him, uh, you know, when he was coming out or whatever. But it's cool. I mean, good for the Jets or whatever. But good for them. Also, the Eagles defense started really fucking terrible. Uh, the play calls were better. It's just like key injuries were kind of fucking us. Like we lost basically our only good linebacker last week and shit and whatever. But it didn't really matter because Zach Wilson, he's kind of butt, dude. He's never really been anything this year. It's They had some chances, but he just would... He, he, like, bullets everything, you know, even underneath shit, and the receivers are having a really tough time controlling it. But uh, even though – I had a weird stat. Even though the Eagles, they lead the league in rushing this season, right? Yeah. But they've never had a single-player run for over 100 yards. <laughs> I mean, Isn't that, that makes sense. They, they do kind yeah. of a running back by committee, even with, like, Miles Sanders or, like, Boston yeah. Scott getting the brunt of the carries. They definitely it's it's been like a running back by committee on all of those. Like I noticed that a lot when I was doing fantasy stuff to start, because I was like, well, I mean, my, they, they're running the ball so well. Like Miles Sanders has to get get you know a ton of yards, and then like he wasn't. Right. We're like why? Oh, because he's getting 
17 carries instead of the 27 to, to 30 that a, a main back would get. They're just kind oh, of yeah. running them around, which isn't it's a bad thing. Way. No, no, no. I don't mind that shit at all. It's been that way fuck, since Doug came in, to be honest. Like we had even the Super Bowl year, you know, we had Blunt and Ajayi and all that Clement. But he, he, he got most of the carries that day. He, he was actually the first one to go over 100. He went over 100 on Sunday. And that was a lot of it due to Boston Scott. Uh, Boston Scott had the flu, so he didn't even really play. He had, like, oh, okay. one return on a punt. That was it. Actually, he only returned a punt because Jalen Rager was still garbage fucking bastard. He's out there, like, muffing punts left and right. Just, just I, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Like, it's just awful. But I feel like the the mental health standpoint for him right now is just even worse and worse, which is what's Dude, yeah. He, it's like Aguilar to the extreme, man. But I don't know. I mean. At least Aguilar had some like saving graces with him, but regardless, the Eagles cruised this one. It, it was cool. If you know they're still in the playoff race, that was fun. Kelsey went down. It was a pretty bad looking injury. He was he couldn't even get up and shit. But they seem to say that he's playing in two weeks because we have a bye. So we'll see. But Walter Payton, man of the year nominee, by the way, Kelsey. So good for him. Good. He deserves but, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had a uh, two last things to say about this game, real quick though. Yeah. Is first thing CJ Mosley, by the way, the, who I mentioned earlier, he did you see he cried like a big baby after the game, bro, about the Eagles and shit? I did not. So it, apparently, I don't know why, but in the opening coin toss, they didn't do like the whole stand next to or stand across from each other handshake thing. Just yeah. one or two Eagles interacted. That was about it. So he bitched and moaned that they didn't shake hands with the coin toss. I was like, okay. And then he was mad at some Eagles players like Fletcher Cox and stuff were laughing at a, uh, what's his name? Uh, Salah, the Jets head coach now, because he was like super freaking out on the sidelines, like just going nuts left and right all game. And to be honest, the Eagles were kind of getting some calls from the refs, but I wasn't going to complain because we always get fucked. But yeah. So I guess the Eagles players were laughing at them in a, in a blowout and he was sad and like, whatever that, what a big loser. I, I, I feel bad for even giving him props earlier. Cause he's a big bitch. Oh, now, now you're but, like, yeah, I gave him props. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. You fucking big baby. Shut up. But, uh, what the last thing is both teams wore black in this game. So like the Eagles had white tops with black pants and then the jets were all black, but also the end zones were black. So like the announcers were getting so confused all game and they kept calling Eagles like penalties or players, jets, players, blah blah blah, and then back and forth. It was it was awful. I felt really bad for these old bands that they couldn't keep up. So the Eagles but, still wore their their white tops, though, right? Yeah. So Jalen Hurts somehow convinced Jeffrey Lurie, our owner, to finally change up the fucking uniform combination because people in Madden and stuff always use the Eagles black our alternates yeah. bottoms, but with our white uh, away tops. Yeah. And uh, it's like a hot look, really. You know, what I mean, it's kind of cool. And they, this is the second time they've used it ever, and they've won both games too. But yeah, it, I thought it was weird that they chose the same game that the Jets chose black, or whoever chose first. You know, it's just strange. But I mean, I feel like you guys are kind of stuck in a little bit of the same way that Pittsburgh is with like tradition and stuff. Especially if you guys were to go back to the Kelly Green, which would be dope as fuck. But you know. <laughs> That's that's all anyone has been begging for in the city for a million years. Kelly Green's all we want, dude. It's only like the young kids who like the midnight because you know we, that's what we've always wanted, and you know they're that's all they've seen. But I feel like they could at least like do some kind of cool combo like Seattle style or something. Just update the fucking thing. We haven't updated it since '98 or whatever. Yeah, when you guys awful. went to the new ones. Yeah, it was like '97 yeah. or '98, right? 
Right. And like I said, the Nike still hasn't figured out the actual midnight green. It's still, it changes every year. So <laughs> it's my Super Bowl jersey is like teal almost, like Jaguars esque. And then my new ones are like between Kelly and midnight. It's odd. It's weird. That's super weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's just an odd thing to be able to like not be able to get like, get like that down. Like you obviously. At least close, like goddamn Cran can do it. Like, <laughs> what do we mean, you know? But I don't well, know, Nike. So, uh, how long until the calls for you guys to sign Gardner Minshew to a long-term contract start? You know, what's funny is the city's been like pretty chill about it. Like, I've listened to the radio just because I hate myself. You know, Philly radio is pretty bad, but it seems like you know it's like forty, sixty. They still most people are like. Yeah, he was awesome, and it was nice to see a actual passing offense for once, which I fucking agree with. It's much more fun, at least. But, like, Hurts is more talented. I think they think Hurts, just for the fact that he's so wild and can make so many, like, highlights out of nothing, yeah. they're just hoping that he can finally turn the page and be able to pass. But I don't know, man. Like, Minshew, I don't want... I wouldn't say sign Minshew long-term or whatever like that, but, like... I don't know. I wouldn't mind another game with him at least or something. You know, like, fuck, who cares? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. only played, like, five or six more games than Hurts. We just think he's been around a lot longer because he was sitting behind people or he was hurt and shit like that. Well, he got the – he was – he took over for what's-his-face, Bortles. For Foles. And no, then it he, was Foles. My bad. It was Foles, yeah. Foles came in through that rainbow bomb and then broke his collarbone on the same play, opening play of the season. And then he uh, Minshew came in and started his madness. But he's had great like stats. Yes, he cooled off and stuff. I'm not again. I'm not claiming for him to start. I'm just saying like it's not like we've really seen him. He was on the Jaguars, bro. They blow. Trevor Lawrence is drowning down there. You know what I mean? Like no, we don't even ever see a highlight of it, that man. So yeah, you don't. I mean. It sucks. Playing both. <laughs> Two quarterback system. That there's been little, little rumors about that here for a while. Oh my god, that'd be I doubt so it'll fucking worse. <laughs> Dude, they would probably kick ass. That would probably be pretty cool. To just be out there fucking Jalen Jalen and fucking Gardner out there Gardner? just high fiving all the time. Woo! Yeah! Fucking slapping butts Dude, all day. I'd be into it. <laughs> I'd be into oh, it. Oh man. All right. Well, I feel like that's enough Philly talk for the day there like i've got some more for later but we're gonna save that for later <laughs> okay interesting not not eagles related oh okay. other stuff all right so here let's i want to get to this rant okay there's not really a rant i'm not this isn't really a rant <laughs> uh i've i've never been happier to lose a pick'em before than i yeah. have on this day like I honestly didn't think Pittsburgh was going to have much of a chance because they weren't able to stop the run last week. We're not getting any of our run stoppers back on the defensive side of the ball. And what do the Ravens do? They run the fucking ball constantly. Well, let me tell you something. Lamar Jackson's a bum. He's a (laughs) bum, I tell you. A bum, Billy. Yeah. (laughs) Why? Uh, I mean, he just he can't beat Ben Roethlisberger. It's fine. He's never beat Ben yet, ever. When him and that ben... was a funny thing you sent me. I didn't realize that either. Yeah, that's rad. <laughs> the uh, here sign for this L. Oh, that thing? No, no. I meant the 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 Roethlisberger like 
uh, stat anyway. Like it's it's unbelievable that they haven't beat you once. Like I said, like you guys have had such close games. Like well, no, no, like just attention. just Lamar. Like the Ravens obviously not, have beat yeah, yeah, yeah. But like no, just Lamar. And he's only been there for three years. But like the thing is, is the one year when they were when Lamar won his MVP, Ben didn't play. He was out. That's that what, okay. That's what was my next question. Okay, that makes sense. But since then, he hasn't had that. He hasn't beat him yet. Like they, the only game that he played against or that uh, the Ravens beat with Ben starting, it was actually Robert Griffin the <laughs> third. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's the only one that they had where he where he won. Didn't or he where, play? Where they won. Yeah, I was gonna say he played well, didn't he? RG three. He played all right. That was with. I mean, Ben was. Or no, Ben wasn't in that game. That was just the final game of the year. They Uh-oh. had duck. There was a uh, Mason Rudolph in for that one, and they almost lost that game against a Mason Rudolph slash Duck Hodges led Pittsburgh Steelers team. I feel like you guys seem to keep those games close somehow when them two dorks are in there. They yeah, it's it's weird. Bad. Well, we can get into the game. I honestly didn't start great. Pittsburgh let. Let them drive right down early. Then Watt ends up getting some pressure in on Lamar in the red zone, and he goes into full Mark Andrews mode, throws the ball off his back foot in the first drive, and guess who's there to pick it off? Minka Fitzpatrick. Just perfect. You've been waiting. Oh, yeah. He's got two picks in the last two games. Oh, nice. He He should have had one earlier, I think, was three games ago. He should have had one, but they they had some phantom defensive holding on the defensive line call that got called. Because you know a defensive lineman can hold now during a fucking yeah. pass block because that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. they get that, and then honestly, Pittsburgh's offense could not figure it out to start. They just tried to run the ball. They had six plays total through like a quarter and a half. At one point, during the uh, first half, the Ravens were leading the time of possession like 17 and a half minutes to two. Pittsburgh gets it. They they pin like Percy Harvin, our lineman that's our punter, pins the Ravens all the way back to the half yard line. And the Ravens end up going on a 99 yard, <laughs> almost nine and a half minute drive for a touchdown. And this is where I start to say, like, I've said this a bunch of this podcast. I'm not one that will say that it's because of officiating that you win or lose games. But let's get to the point where we can have some fucking, like, no, like normalize where you're going to call and what you're going to call. They were yeah. literally headlocking TJ Watt as he's coming around the corner on his rush because he was so far in front of them. Like, headlock underneath of his face mask to make sure he can't get there. A third and eight play on that, that they hit Mark Andrews for a 20-yard pass to to convert on third down. Literally, their right tackle headlocks T.J. Watt and then pulls him down, and he still got hands onto Lamar Jackson. You don't like you have to call holding there. You have to like get out of here. Do you think it's one of those one of those instances where like the refs aren't seeing it? So then Watt has to take it upon himself to tell the refs, like, hey, man, just start paying attention to this, pay attention to this. 
You know, you see players do that stuff all the time. Yeah, I just... I'm just, like, frustrated because the way it's been so far this year, like, you see a lot of these fucking offensive linemen, dude, and they're, they're getting away with holds, but, like, obviously, we've, we've all know this. There's holding on every play in the NFL. Right. There's holding on every play. But it's not as egregious as literally fucking headlocking the guy. Like, just, it'd be like if I walked to your side and just, like, hey, Billy, go c- try to run around me, and I'm just going to throw right. my arm out and just headlock you around your neck. Like, what are you supposed to do? No, I get it. I understand. And like, obviously, I was more pissed at that point in time because obviously the team hadn't been playing that well yet. That would have stopped them from scoring what eventually ends up being a touchdown on that drive. But literally the very next drive for Pittsburgh, Deontay Johnson is streaking down the right-hand side. Ben goes to throw him like a a back shoulder throw. And as he realizes it's going to be well over his head, he acts like he's going to jump for a second, then he comes back. He just doesn't jump. The safety still comes over and fucking crushes him. Just crushes him. No flag. Wait, wait, are we actually worried about like player safety? Or are we just like, yeah, fuck it. It's like an uncatchable, it. uncatchable ball, defenseless wow. fucking receiver. Just wow. blew him up. And we're, there's no call. It's just like, so... Are you guys trying to like make it rigged or what are we doing here? Like this is something that's called every fucking time. Yeah, on for much, everybody. much less. Yeah. Like you could barely fucking breathe on a player. Yeah. Josh Allen got a 15 yard penalty because he jumped out of bounds and somebody helped force him out of bounds on Monday night. <laughs> yeah. Like Deontay Johnson is defenseless as hell and this dude just comes and blows him up. What the fuck? Like NFL Blitz, dude. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Just like NFL Blitz. That's but, funny. Again, timely turnovers helped keep it close for Pittsburgh. They second half comes out. They were able to finally start getting their running game going. And honestly, TJ Watt was a monster in this game. Chris Wormley, uh, former Raven who we traded for two years ago, to be more of a spot player, and he's on the defensive line. He played out of his mind in this game. Uh, the kid that they picked up, Montrevious Adams, from the Saints practice squad last week, has had four practices with Pittsburgh. Came in, has played better than anybody has so far at that nose tackle position since Tyson Alulu went down. It, it allowed them to let Hayward play his normal spot, which he was a monster at. And then, dude, the one thing that I will say is Keith Butler played a fucking great... He he called a great game on the defensive side with keeping Lamar in the pocket instead of just doing what Pittsburgh's done this entire year of just, like, pin your ears back, go for the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Hard as you can. The outside linebackers were consistently keeping themselves contained, just using that quarterback containment to keep him on the inside. And as he would come up in the pocket the defensive tackles and ends were just converging on him. Wormley gets two and a half sacks. TJ Watt has three and a half in the game. Hayward has one. They had a bunch of different uh, tackles for loss on, on the running backs on the different plays just did what they could. And it worked out. Like they only really allowed the one big drive in the game for a touchdown. 
Uh, the one person who's always been for Pittsburgh so far, just perfect. He's always on his game. Chris Boswell was off in this game. Misses an extra point, but he's just dunked. He just completely fucked up with the with the kick. And then yeah. when Pittsburgh gets their touchdown with like a minute 30 left, and they get the two-point conversion, so they're up eight. Or uh, up seven, sorry, 20 to 13. The ensuing kickoff, he's trying to pin it into like the corner for the guy to catch it, but he didn't put it deep enough. So he just let it go out of bounds. So now you only have 60 yards to go instead of 70 or 75. So, of course, obviously, as you saw, Ravens go down, fucking score a touchdown. <laughs> and it, it was lucky because Watts' last sack of the night was a strip sack, but he hit the ball so fucking hard. It literally went from the middle of the field all the way to the out of bounds marker. Yeah. Like all the way out of bounds. Like he just crushed that ball when he came by him and just straight shot all the way to the out of bounds marker. I had Pittsburgh been able to, it would have been done right there, but old big balls. Harbaugh goes for two. I loved this. Oh no, I do too. I think, I think more coaches should do it. But I was going to say, if I was a coach, I would do it almost every single time. The only thing that I will say about this that I don't enjoy as much because of who he has on the field for a kicker, you've got Justin Tucker. Just yeah, let him, bro. Just let him kick it and then go but, in and hope your defense gets a stop. I understand that, and I understand it's a division thing, blah, blah, blah. But you Harbaugh, he's from the Andy Retree. He's got a little bit of a dick on him, you know what I mean? And – and you got Lamar out there. He's a highlight maker. All you need is what? Isn't it like three or four yards or something? It's not very two. long. It's two. two. But that's the See thing. What I'm saying? They, if, hadn't, if you they hadn't been able they, to do that all game, though. I know, but then they they just drove and score though. They scored. Right they there. did so, in a prevent defense. They did. But I now, understand. now so you're in like, Pittsburgh's wheelhouse. But if you can't score with Lamar as your quarterback in that system on two yards, then you don't deserve to win anyway. I, I'm guaranteeing that's how nah, I was thinking. So. That's fair. But I just I just don't look at it that way when I have a kicker that of the caliber of, of Justin I get, Tucker. I know because I mean, nobody's all you, gonna all you need is one stop on defense, and then all you need is oh shit you have Lamar he gets fucking open in the field and he goes yeah. for forty yards you're in field goal range. I know we've seen it time and time again, but at the same time it's like it's kind of cool to have a conclusion like this. If he would have won, no, we're they would have been praising him a god. You know what I mean? So I don't think anybody's shit on him for it. I just I, to me in my opinion. When yeah. I have a guy like like fucking Justin Tucker, I'm taking the chance with him, man. Like, go I kick this. Our defense will get a stop. They stopped Pittsburgh a lot in that game. Yeah, they did. no, clearly. Yeah. Like, Pittsburgh didn't score touchdowns until late. So, but yeah. also, and, uh, another thing. Deontay Johnson's turning into one of the better wide receivers in the NFL. Like, he really is. Like, that dude went from being a drop machine last year to working his ass off this, this, this offseason was credited with his first drop, which should have been for a touchdown. He had it in his hands, just straight up dropped it in the first quarter. 40-yard touchdown, Ben put it right where he needed to be. Drops it. If this was last year, he would have been a shell. He would have lost it. He would have been garbage the rest of the game, dropped more passes. But instead, he puts in one of the best games he's had of the season. Two touchdowns, 105 yards receiving, and did pretty much all of that in the second half. Yeah, I've noticed him a lot. I almost picked up a fantasy one time, actually. But, uh, 
The problem I always have, I mean, because I'm come deeply scarred by these bastards, is players that have dropsies like that, I feel like it always rears its head again, dude, at the worst moment. You know what I mean? So, good for him. I hope it sticks around, but... You know that defense yeah. you guys are playing, that, that, that it's not like they're not rushing in anymore, blah, blah, blah. I feel like that's how defenses were playing the Eagles a lot too. I mentioned that I think before where they're just the DNs and tackles are just lightly they're not even getting blocked really by the linemen, you know what I mean? So I think that's just the key that you just have to kind of like hope you outlast Lamar. You can only contain him so much obviously and clearly the Andrews deep connection isn't going to work every single fucking time. No. So as long as you can manage it, that's the way to go. And I feel like Lamar tries to get a little too highlighty at the end of games which is like sometimes turns into like awesome end of the games like the one where you had to take a shit earlier this year or whatever and then you had like that deep <laughs> last year you mean? or last yeah you know what i'm talking about but he also has sh- yeah he also has shitty games where he throws picks and stuff at the end of the game. like you know so i think i think that's the key dude i think even though you guys i should get to this point like okay even though this may be ben's last seasons like he says yeah. I think you guys still have the key to beat this stupid team, the Ravens. I, I hate that they have Lamar. See, I don't. I think Lamar's awesome as a player. I don't think they're ever going to win anything with him, which is why I'm afraid of Hurts, which I've said a million times, like I'm glad they don't have him signed and stuff. I just think it reaches a peak, or a ceiling, I should say, where it's never going to be any better. You're never going to win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. You won't. Well, and I've, I've said this to you too. Um, with When it comes to... To, to Lamar like I actually really enjoy Lamar Jackson still as a player I, I actually oh, he's, he's fun enjoy to watching watch. him he's great yeah. for that I honestly think that what's hurting the Ravens more than anything is that Greg Norman's a garbage offensive coordinator I think his play calling's been bad I think he's not putting Lamar in, in chances to win like dude how often does it have to be like you're not even helping him figure out the hot routes there was multiple yeah. times in that Pittsburgh game with the way that they, they rushed him he had the hot route, but he hesitates to throw it. But is that on him? Is it on him, or is it is, is that on you not doing the reps in practice to get him into that rhythm of finding But at the end of the routes? day, you can coach and coach and coach, but at the, the end of the day, the players have to execute what you say. So who's to say that it's not Lamar? I mean, you, and maybe it is. You know what I mean? I mean, this is what their second OC with Lamar, right? Because didn't want to – yeah, the one went to be a – uh, coach somewhere, right? I think so, yeah. Or something. I don't know what happened to him. But or they fired him or something. But uh and it's the same result. It's the same shit. They aren't running as well. But I feel like when it comes to a running quarterback that's purely run oriented, even though the line is awesome, everything's being set up so well, I feel like when that bogs down, it's way shittier of a result and it's way harder to get out of than having a passing game that isn't working. Because you can always change the passing game up. You know, like route, different kind of route combinations, different kind of spreads. But a rushing game, even though it gets really tricky with traps and stuff, eventually it just is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they had know. Marty Mortingway, 17 and 18. Yeah. So that would have been. came to the Eagles last yeah. year and it was fucking garbage like he's always been. <laughs> God. <laughs> but yeah, he was there 17, 18. And then. And then he came, like, Greg Roman's been there since he basically was a starter, though. It's been three years. 2019, 2021, yeah. He's 33-11-0 as, as a coordinator, but he's 1-2 in the playoffs. 
So, there you go. What matters is playoff wins more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Tell that to Carson Wentz. Well, I, I will, but, I mean, I don't think it's going to get through to him, sir. It's true. He'll just yeah, do like, I'm just riding the coattails of, of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, no kidding. My God. Jonathan Taylor is so good. I know this is off topic, but, man. He's been great. Nobody man. talks about him, I feel like. I mean, I guess I don't watch ESPN and shit, but. I don't really either, and it's not so much that people aren't really talking about him. It's more just like, what are you going to say? He's just dominating like he's he's playing super well but it's well, not super I mean, exciting like when when king henry's dominating although he's punching dudes skulls out and shit which is cool but like we we think he's awesome you know but jonathan taylor he's doing everything on that team and all i can talk about is fucking carson wentz because he had uh, one back shoulder I mean, fade one you're seeing more and more talk about jonathan taylor than you ever have about carson wentz being an indie so far it's getting that way for sure but yeah. what I'm saying, it's, I don't know. I guess maybe since I'm in Philly, I see it a different way. But Well, before we get away from this Steelers-Ravens <laughs> game, and I can go on my final rant. Oh, yeah. This is the one. This is the one. Okay. So this is a big issue, that, I, and this is why I hate pro football focus, and I hate how stupid this fucking goddamn site is and how much they people rely on it to fucking care about sports and all that shit. So, T.J. Watt with three and a half sacks this weekend now puts him at 16, which now puts him on pace to beat the record with 24. He sat out two games and was out for half a game against the Raiders. So, he's technically only played nine and a half games so far this year out of 12. Yeah. Where's the talk? And it was, what, six what? days after he got off of COVID? Too? Six days after he gets sacks? off of COVID. Yeah. Tested negative twice in a 24 with 24 hours between the two was asymptomatic the entire time. Um, I'm sorry. Where's the clout? Why are we not? Like, why are we not just touting TJ Watt up and down right now? Like we did miles Garrett. Like we did miles Garrett. All right. Real briefly before you bring in miles Garrett out of nowhere again, but I will agree with you. I did not realize. I had a stat, too. That's how I knew the whole COVID was going. Yeah. But I did not realize he had 16 sacks in 10 games. That's crazy. And that is wild that nobody – because if it was his brother, they were freaking the fuck out when he was doing that that one season. Yep. It's strange. Maybe because, I mean, your team's not winning. I don't understand. But, like, it doesn't matter. You know? like. Yeah, but when J.J. Watt did that, his team wasn't winning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, J.J. Watt was the only one fucking scoring. Miles Garrett's doing his team's not winning. They're in the bottom of the goddamn division. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Like, my biggest issue here is like, but don't get me wrong. Miles Garrett's has been Miles Garrett's been great. He's been great. It's good. But why are you touting him as the best fucking player on the field consistently, even when he's on the field with somebody that's better? TJ yeah. Watt has been better than him in every game that they've played. Every game. Like, don't put those two against each other. What does Miles Garrett have? Oh, he had a sack. TJ Watt has two. Miles Garrett doesn't have any tackles for loss. TJ Watt has three. Like, yeah. the fuck are you? What are you smoking, PFF? Get well, with the fucking program. Like Splash plays matter more. Force a fucking like- fumble. Like, Get a like tackle behind the line. 
we briefly had a conversation off this thing that they the PFF grades differently because they're different positions. I think that's what the difference is. If he was a linebacker, he'd be graded differently. But I, I'm not going to lie. It, when, I don't watch many Steelers games, but because of the show, I do tune in more than normal. And TJ Watt is always on the screen doing stuff. Yes! Like, oh, I'm not going to like, he's literally like your best player, I, to be honest. I think he's your best player. He's the best I player mean, on the that, team. Absolutely. Yeah, honestly. And uh, I don't ever really watch Browns games, so I don't really completely know your whole like history yet. You must tune into Ohio radio or something because you hate Miles Garrett so much. But I just hate how much clout he gets. Yeah, via all this like national media wise, and TJ's not seeing that. That's bullshit. Maybe, maybe because media tends to love DNs a lot, and there's not like a lot of, you know, we had used to have a ton of names at DN our whole lives. We have huge names, and I feel like there's not a ton of those right now. You know, and or in the ones that are around are kind of worn out. So, but, but here's my here's really- my problem with that though. But yes, technically. TJ plays a different position, but you throw TJ on any other team, he's going to be a D end. He's not an outside linebacker. He's oh, not a God. he's not an outside linebacker in a four three. He's, he's so not. undersized for D end though. You can say I that mean, all yeah, you want, but he's still a more fucking than, monster. There's more than just the Steelers playing three four though. Yeah, but I mean he would be misused at the four three. I, I feel like a four three team wouldn't sign him probably, or he wouldn't sign with them. Kind of thing. I don't know but, about that. He's he is he would be technically considered undersized. Yes, but like. You can't, you can't argue the strength and the power that he has as a smaller guy. Like, do you? He's doing just as much as what Miles Garrett is. He's taking on double teams just as often as he is too. Do you think he'd be kind of like what Dallas is doing with Parsons? Just, just a speed yeah. demon at the end. And, Absolutely, yeah. that's exactly what I, he would be. I, 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 yeah, it just clicked. Like, I feel like that's kind of the exact comp, really. Like, if Parsons ever does go back to linebacker, he'd probably be like a TJ Watt style. Yeah, and like, which sucks. The thing about it with Watt, like, yes, he does drop back in the coverage every once in a while, but it's not as often as you think. Like, he he's right. usually rushing almost all the time. And then, like you had brought up earlier this week about the the. Percentage of times beating the pass or beating the protection. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, no, no, it may no. That's a good thing though. But like, the thing is, is like by technicality, yes, by a one percentage point more, Miles Garrett is doing that. But the reason why Miles Garrett's doing it is because all Miles Garrett's doing is trying to get upfield. He's rushing upfield right. to get to the quarterback. His fucking run defense is garbage. Whereas with with Watt, go back through and watch his. He's rushing upfield, but as soon as you realize that it's a it's a running play, he's disengaging, which is where you're losing the protection beat. You're yeah, you're but not, this, you're is disengaging a, this is disengaging and a, doing your thing. This is a pass rush only win rate, though. Just to defend the stat a little bit. And I don't think they would kind of run. Yeah, I, I, I still it's, don't believe it's that only for a one percent anyway. I get what you're saying. I only gave you that stat because I thought it was funny because sandwiched right between him was the Sweat. Eagles, Josh Sweat, and he's kind of been not great. He has like fucking three sacks on the year. And shit. Yeah, but that's a guy so, that, as we talked about earlier, that's a guy that helps create, as we called. Oh, mayhem. I know. Yeah, and without Brandon Graham this year because he tore his ACL or Achilles or something earlier this season. Yeah, it's just him. So like, it, you know, it kind of sucks, but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yes, if I had a blank check, I would give it to Watt 99 out of 100 times if it was my team. But 
PFF, uh, if you're if you're strictly complaining about PFF and not the radio conversation, I think it's just because they're different positions is why they're graded differently like that. It's not really just PFF. It's just like the national media and everything. Yeah. It's like, dude, nobody said a fucking word about TJ Watt's game this week. Fair. Like it was, a, it was, you were shocked to find out that TJ Watt has 16 fucking sacks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. He, that's fair. In 10, in, in nine and a half games at that, like we call it 10 because he was technically started that game. He was out by the second quarter, like the second, middle of the second quarter. He sat with a groin injury. I, it's not even just the sacks. I, I think the sacks were a shock just because I hadn't heard about it or, but like I said, when I tune in, he's always making some end game fucking tackle behind the line or something, you know, or like a batted pay. It's anything. Like, I feel like he's always the highlight of your game. Exactly. And the, the two point conversion, he's the reason why that pass had to come out awkward from Lamar to Mark Andrews. He's in Lamar's face right away. So for him, Lamar has to throw the ball at a weird angle, which probably doesn't help him have accuracy and it doesn't go where he wants. Like, that is what prevents that. Like he's just that good. See, I've, 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 uh, I've let you go on this little TJ thing too much. I think. I think you need to let the Garrett go. I think you need to let the Miles Garrett it's never thing gonna go. happen, bro. It's not nobody I, who talks about him. Other than what you're listening, it's to all him. over it. It's all over ESPN. It's all See, over that's fucking See, national. I took media. a vow of silence from ESPN like three or four years ago, bro. It's just toxic. They just yell at each other. That's all it is. That. They're making you stressed about Miles Garrett, and and you shouldn't even worry about him. I'm not worried about him if the Eagles played the Browns. <laughs> I'm really not. I mean, honestly, who else? Like, cause, okay, you could fucking chip him, and then who else? Yeah, I mean, that's all they've been doing, and it's been helping yeah. so far this year. He's getting one sack a game, which is still great. Don't get me wrong, but obviously, yeah. I mean, he's still a monster. I'm not. I shouldn't say I shouldn't be afraid of him, but what I should, what I am saying is that the rest of their D line isn't that great, and so focus on him. So yeah, what? they got the Davion Clowney man. Come on, <sighs> fuck that guy. Well. <laughs> He did uh, get Carson off my team, I guess. I should thank him a little bit for that. But That's fair. He did do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll stop fucking ranting and raving. And yeah. TJ Watt's still better. The same. I- I'm agreeing. Defensive player of the year, TJ Watt. We'll see. Who Who else? Um, Nate Gary. <laughs> He's not even on a team. <laughs> no, he's not he's even playing. on a team. I couldn't even think of a damn Eagle Slay. I'll say no. Darius Slay could. Say, yeah, he's been he good won't. this he year. Won't even, he, he's not even in the fucking Pro Bowl votes right now. Yeah, well, like, neither is Cam Hayward, and he's been the best defensive lineman in the NFL. Yeah, well, thank your boy Diggs for that one. All right, well, let's just run into the rest of the We're gonna talk into yeah. this right now because you're gonna lean right into it. You're just, just helping right. me out here, bro. All <laughs> right. So, rest of the NFL for week 13. Taysom Hill starts his first game for the Saints and gets demolished. Less than 50% yeah. completion percentage, four interceptions, and <laughs> Trevon Diggs gets another interception, bringing his total to nine on the year. And everybody's losing their minds. They love him. He's, he's, he's so good. He's so good, man. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's allowed the most yards by a defensive back in the NFL, 861 yards. Tied at first in yards per reception at 17.6. And he's second in most allowed completions over 15 yards at 17. 
which goes to show you in 12 games this year, he's averaging a little bit over one pass over 15 yards a game. I'm not crazy to say that interceptions don't make everything because guess what? You can have that interception. It's one play. Start getting some pass defenses and show me what's up. Well, that's the thing. What happens when he doesn't get a pick in a game? Is that when Dallas loses? Is that their little letdown games they keep having? I mean, he's a converted receiver, right? And, I mean, it it fucking shows because he can't cover for shit, but he can catch balls. So what? Like, if you play a bad QB and it's off. Like, he, honestly, good for him. Like, he is doing, like, a phenomenal thing. Like, that's a lot of picks, dude. It is. But he is also, like, a crippling, like, you know, appendage of that defense, dude. Nobody wants to acknowledge it. No, nobody does because of the fact that, like, it's just fucking absurd. Like, yeah, he gets a highlight. Uh, oh, it's great. Highlight is nine nine interceptions, but we don't want to actually talk about his actual coverage. Like, dude, <laughs> I would take a guy like Ike Taylor. I, I'm sure you don't even remember who Ike Taylor is from Pittsburgh. From the I do. Okay. But, like, with Ike, shutdown corner. Just straight up shutdown corner. Never got all that much hype, though, because he had stone for hands. He'd have pass defenses like crazy. Never intercepted the ball. He just couldn't catch. That was his downfall. But I would take Ike Taylor over Trevon Diggs. I don't care. He's going yeah. to get you more stops to punts, to, to get you to a punt, rather than give up multiple years. He's giving up over almost a, over a hundred yards a game. Yeah, like he he gets those those desperate picks. That's what they are. Yes, you see your boys at PFF had him as the 105 out of 119 cornerbacks, dude. Yes, because he is that bad. Yeah, yeah. People were bitching about PFF for that, like everyone does. But yeah, it's well, a broken scale. But well, one of our one I of mean, our there's... little buddies seems to think that he's so fucking good too. So <laughs> I that's know what it is. And uh, I just don't. Like you can't you can't seriously from any standpoint and like have any knowledge about football at all and look at Trevon Diggs and go, God, I wish I really had him on my team at all the time. Because like they, dude, he gives up so many yards. They hard argued Slay against Diggs as an Eagles fan. I couldn't believe it. Dude, I would take Slay all day. All, all day. I threw was I <laughs> I threw three stat picks that way and then it was silence, dude. I couldn't believe it. Slay is unbelievable. He's having like one of the best seasons like a corner can have. I it's feel like not, Nelson's had a pretty decent year too for just being Nelson. He has his issues, but he's yeah, he's, he's okay. solid for what he is. He got he's... hurt this game though, so oh, did he? I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what's up with him. We had to play our rookie for the last third or fourth quarter. I can remember, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, he allows yards. He's he's okay, but Slay's a fucking monster this year, dude. And he he was allowing like two yards a game or something for the longest time. Yeah, with Joe Hayden out, they played. Uh, as I talked about last week with James Pierre. Uh, they didn't play him at all this week. They went with the Kello Wilderspoon and and Trey Norwood instead. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they they sat Pierre. He didn't get any. I don't think he got a single snap in the game. No. I mean, it just it's it was to be had. He had just demolished in that Cincinnati game, dude. Every yeah. time they just kept throwing to the right hand side, and you can only double cover a guy so much with Minka before it opens up the other side of the field. So. Well, back to this Saints game, dude. How about yeah. Taysom Hill still fucking garbage? He's dude. still garbage. He was never good. They signed him to this huge contract. And he's like 30. What is Sean Payton's butt to? Let me throw that back out there. So fucking. it's funny. I got some uh, feedback on uh, 
the podcast from one of uh Megan's friends. And uh cuz she's been like, "Hey, yeah, like if you like sports, like listen to this one cuz it's dumb these guys like they're yeah. fun, they're they're normal, like do your thing." Well, his immediate response was, "How the fuck can you compare Sean Payton with Jeff Fisher?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he a Saints fan or what? No, he's a San Francisco 49er fan. Oh, okay. But uh I literally just kind of wanted to like I didn't really respond to it. She was just talking to him. And she's like she said that he said really good things about her or whatever. But he just like that was his first response was I already kind of hate the co-host at this fucking hey, bullshit man. fucking just thing. Just look at their records, bro. Just look <laughs> at their records, dude. Yeah, There's a I lot mean, of eight and eights in there. There were, but the last four years he's been over eleven wins every single year. Good. He's had one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the fucking game. And without him he looks bad. So We'll see. Like I said, give him a couple of years and we'll see how how hot that seat gets. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're not wrong. All right. No. Do you have anything else you want to add on this uh, great Saints yeah. uh, Cowboys game? Cowboys, man. Fuck them Cowboys. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Roll. <laughs> Lions get their first win of the season over the Vikings and Dan Campbell yeah. was elated. Man yeah. Campbell. Good for him, man. He was eating kneecaps. Yeah. <laughs> You know that guy that draws all those cartoons? He's like, hey, if this scenario happens. Yep. I sent you that one, didn't I? Yep. It, it was like, if if the Lions win, I'll draw a picture of Dan Campbell taking a dump W on the knee of uh, the bike, or on coupons, right? No, and, no, no. It was Zimmer. The, the oh, head coach. okay. Regardless, it was still fucking awesome. And I'm so <laughs> glad it was over coupons, too. What a fucking brilliance. I will throw but, that up on the Instagram when I find it and tag the guy that did that. Cause it's fucking great. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's awesome, dude. Um, but yeah, he, he was excited about it. They, the team gave him the game ball. And then, uh, at the press conference, he said that he was going to give the game ball to the city of Oxford who just happened to have that school shooting. Yes. Yeah. That was very cool. Which was really cool of him. And I mean, obviously maybe we should figure out some shit about giving fucking children guns or access to guns, but Hey, that's neither here nor there. And it's not a fucking political podcast. So, <laughs> but as you say that I have a helicopter flying over my house. I, hope I was I just about to say, what the fuck was that? Mark? <laughs> yeah, bro. Well, you know, Southwest Philly, it's awesome. <laughs> Philly getting weird. Philly fucking getting weird. The country and murder. Yeah, here we go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, another one to talk about Seahawks finally get a win. They take out the 49ers. Yeah. Did you happen to see the fake punt that they ran that literally got their up back untouched? Yeah. For a 70 yard touchdown. God, embarrassing, bro. If you're the other team. Yes, absolutely. God, that's like high school play shit. So see the Seahawks get a win. It is absolutely a blow to the 49ers and their playoff hopes. This is a game you had to win to keep it going. Yeah. You're middle of the pack, and now you're hoping to try and get a wild card spot where you have two people in your own division way way above you still. The Rams are still way above them. The Cardinals are considerably above them. So You get teams like the Eagles that needed this shit, dude. We're barely floating, too. We need uh, the Vikings lost, the Niners lost. It played out pretty well. Yeah, it did for you guys. But other than that, I don't know how much you've been talking or, or how much you've been watching college football this past year. But it was batshit crazy this weekend for conference championship. Uh, lots of upsets, lots of random shit. Oregon gets beat down 
by yeah. Utah for the second time. Crazy. So no Pac-12 team gets in. Obviously, it was a long shot for either of them to get in. Utah wasn't going to happen. If Oregon had won, it might give them a possibility. Oklahoma State, they literally pissed down their leg because had they won, they'd probably get in over Georgia. <laughs> that they was do. such a fun game. It yeah, was. like Watching that game was yeah. fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I almost feel bad slightly for Mike Gundy because now he has to say, I'm a man. I'm 50, and I can't win a championship. Uh, his teams are getting better, though, dude. They're getting better. Oh, yeah. Higher, but like, higher ranks, you know. They're, they're contender every year. Yeah. But they always drop one, and usually one game during the regular season, they never win the championship. Bro, you can almost say that about any Big 12 team. Like, Oklahoma does the same shit. Or they'll get to the playoffs and just throw a complete dud other than that one Alabama year. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, you're not wrong, but they they pissed down their leg, man, because had they won, yeah. with Georgia getting beat by Alabama, they probably had a shot to hit that fourth spot. Yeah. And not there anymore. So that happens. Obviously, Alabama putting the throttle to Georgia in the SEC title game was a big thing. That was unreal. Also, Iowa fans can go back into hiding again. <laughs> they got their fucking shit kicked in. I knew this was coming. No, they can go back into hiding. You can do what they do. Yeah. Just like normal. They got completely trounced, bro. Which everybody knew was going to happen. I know. It's just so funny, dude. Like, congratulations on beating a fucking downtrodden Nebraska team and being all excited about maybe making. There was them. There's a bunch of Iowa fans like, we win this game. We're making the fucking playoff. No, you're not. What fucking (laughs) dream world are you in? Well, Fuck those out of ca- here. They just don't pay attention. Those are casual ones, man. Well, we win this. We beat Michigan. We're going to make the playoff. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Iowa. Go home. Kirk that- Ferentz is overpaid. He's he's a great coach, but he never puts it all together. Do you think uh, Bama actually takes it this year? I don't know, man. It? I'm actually kind of excited to see what Cincinnati does against a, a big-time team. Well, you know, if, if Alabama does win, then we definitely know the Patriots won't win the Super Bowl because they just alternate. Oh, you know that right. history-wise? Forgot about that. Yeah, bro. It's all the way up until uh, 18 or 19. I can't remember how long it was. Yeah, went. it's been a while. Yeah, 18, I think, was the last Super Bowl for the Patriots. So. Yeah. Crazy shit. I just – I mean, Alabama's Alabama, man. Like, they usually – drop If they drop one game – Lights a fire underneath their ass. They lose to a team and like Texas a and then they're monsters again, and it's just all over yeah. again. But fun game for me crazy. though is I get a Oregon versus Oklahoma bowl game. Like I don't give a shit so much about college. I never really have, but the two teams I've ever really watched are Oregon and Oklahoma. Yeah, it's Oregon funny. because like you know I like the yeah. Northwest or whatever. But like Oklahoma just because I it was the only shit I could see living in Nebraska. But yeah, they're going to get each other in the bowl game. That's kind of funny. Um. The other thing about that, too, that's kind of interesting is it's both teams that are now searching for a new coach. I know. <laughs> yeah. Mario yeah. Cristobal goes to Miami. That was announced yesterday. And um, Lincoln obviously Riley Lincoln Riley goes to USC. Runs immediately, dude. Well, I mean, I don't blame him. I don't him. blame him. Hell $95 million, they paid you how much for your... Well, $500,000 over market value for your houses. You're going to have constant use of private jets if you want for recruiting. You're not in fucking Oklahoma. Well, I mean, I don't think 
I don't. I think mean, that, it makes a difference, dude. Like, I don't think that Oklahoma's that bad. I but think, recruiting is a lot easier to get to USC as it is Oklahoma. I feel like. Plus, mm, he doesn't want to join the goddamn SEC. I think for him, he's been kind of known now as this like quarterback whisperer to a point. Yeah. All these quarterbacks have been coming through him and then coming out of there and doing as well. And this year was the first year where he's like, fuck, I don't really have a quarterback. Yeah. Maybe I take this while the iron's still hot and I strike and I see what I can do getting all these quarterbacks coming out of Southern Cal, you know, surfer boys and shit. I think that's the Go least get that of money. the Go get the money, dude. Go get the money. Yeah, the money, yes. But I feel like the quarterback thing was the least on his mind out of all of the things. But like that, but but that's the thing. He's I only know, going Radler to lose more leave. money if Radler, the way everything went down this year, he's only going to lose more money in the long run had he not taken an opportunity to make more this year. I mean, probably, because USC is going to give him his entire contract right now. Like, who knows how Oklahoma would have went. And again, he doesn't want to join the SEC. I think they're going to get them in Texas. are just going to get beaten fuck down for a while. Well, Texas is going to be the new Nebraska. And it's going to be great. Oh, they're so stupid. They're so stupid, dude. Every <laughs> They always want like more no- notoriety. But then every time they take that step, they get worse and worse. It's the fucking they're so dumb. But I'm just excited for the fact that now all my friends that are like Texas fans that talk shit about Nebraska all the time. Yeah. Well, I get a. Just get to eat that humble pie when they get stomped on by the other ends in the fucking SEC. Remember Missouri? Yeah. how they been? Yeah. I love how they used been? to root for them, man. And I know you did. Man. Yeah. Fucking can't spell fucking poo without M-I-Z in front. Missouri, bro. No, M-I-Z-P-O-O, Ms. Poo. <laughs> I feel like most Texas fans in Nebraska aren't really Texas fans anyway. They just wanted to be against the grain. That's all it That's is. all it is. That's, That's all, all it is. Dallas fans here, same shit. But what do you think about the new hires for your boy Huskers? Um, you know, OC and all that shit. Uh, they haven't really announced the new OC yet. I know that they're targeting Whipple from Pitt. Yeah, they, the, yeah that's right. Yeah. They they brought in... Uh, uh, God damn it. What the fuck is this? Former Broncos head coach. Um, right before this. Son of a bitch. Why am I oh, losing my mind? I have no idea. But they still have Frost as a coach. So I don't yeah. think, I think this, I feel kind of bad because I don't talk much Huskers because I kind of hate them, but I am so involved because so many people fucking talk to me. I don't know what it is. I think it's like the, the abrasion back, but I feel like this is like a rent a year. So it's almost like Doug Peterson's last year where he gets one last year. He picks his staff, all that shit. And if it doesn't turn around, everyone's cut. So it's kind of a hard thing to imagine that the guys coming are are like they're like long shots than more than they are like worth a shit yeah um so the one that they brought in was mickey joseph he's a former uh quarterback for nebraska back in the day vance joseph is who i was thinking his brother was the head coach of the broncos um but mickey was with he was a wide receivers coach for lsu most recently he was there when ogeron was there for the 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 championship it's a good it's a good it's a good hire. Now what I want to see and I don't know what'll what'll happen with it is if they do go after Whipple that'll be a cool little little go for him cuz the guy's shown that he can coach, he can run an offense if he gets a quarterback that's worth a shit. 
Uh, also, I don't know if you saw this. Did you did you get catch any of the uh, Pitt Wake Forest or not Wake Forest? Yeah, uh, I meant to bring that up. Yeah, Pitt out Wake Forested Wake Forest, bro. Correct. Like an offense city, man. That's crazy. So, <laughs> the funny thing about it, did you see the play that Kenny Pickett had on his run? Yes. Wait, fake uh, he slid. Fake slid. I got and an argument over fucking, that. Yeah. It's so good. I loved it so but much. But it should, bro. I'm on the other side. It shouldn't be allowed, bro. That's in not the NFL. Fair. It's not in the NFL. It's not right. When you because imitate, you're, you're going to well, slide. You're down. It's even worse in college because you get ejected and shit for stuff like, like yeah. the other side of that. You know what I mean? I guarantee and, you there's there, there's a rule change coming after this year. It has to be. And people would argue because it's like, oh, it's the same thing as like a fake spike. But it's not because this is like an active tackle. It's like a fair catch on a punt or a kickoff. Like you're in the motion of being blown the fuck up. So you slide. You know what I mean? You're not allowed to be touched. So you can't fake a not allowed to be touched play. I feel like it is a Brad highlight. I'm glad we finally like we have one forever. But I feel like it shouldn't be allowed. So it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then the other one that Nebraska hired is uh, Donovan Rayola. He's oh, uh, we're back on Nebraska. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but like I was just we were talking about the the coaches. I know. He's a, he's going to bring him in as the offensive line coach. He was at Wisconsin. It's Dominic Rayola's uh, brother, or not brother, but a uh, cousin. So former Nebraska center back in the day, big boy, played for the Lions. Um, but yeah, no. The other thing I was going to ask you about, I don't know how much you've really paid attention to college football by any means, but like Kenny Pickett's look good this year. Really good. Yeah, I like him. He's like, like, you know, I've clearly looked at quarterbacks and stuff because I just don't, I like Hurts a lot. I just don't trust, you know what I mean? I've complained. It's like the Lamar thing. And and so, and we've had these three picks, so I've clearly looked at quarterbacks. And out of the ones, I don't trust the Ohio State guy. I think he's got actually kind of shit. Shroud or whatever, right? Yep. Uh, and the ones that I've actually liked, I've liked this Pitt kid the most. I know that he's not like playing in the SEC and shit, and I know we probably won't draft him anyway, but I feel like he's like a, I don't know, man. He could be like a Josh Allen kind of guy, just like a fucking so the only thing bombs that, away yet. Only yeah. thing that worries me with, with, with uh, Pickett, he's a super senior. This is his sixth year. Oh, so he's old. So he's a year older than everybody. Now, is that a bad thing? No, it's not. It's not necessarily a bad thing. But what happened was they finished up the season last year. Pitt or Pickett realized that he can come back for another year. He looked into his draft stock. He was going to be like a six round draft pick. He said, well, if I bet on myself, plus the NIL is now so I can sign deals to make money while I'm in school. And you only have to you only have to be part of a, a graduate program. He can, he's probably taking three credit hours right now, dude. Whatever. Yeah, it's like uh, what the USC quarterback for a while. Where he did his whole, yeah ballroom dancing. dancing. That's all he took. <laughs> yeah, but so he gets that he's getting paid, and you're now setting yourself up to be a lower first round, maybe second, third round draft pick. Yeah, that's my thing. Is I think it'll be a bad team in the first round who takes him or he'll fall you know what i mean i don't know it sucks because i think he is like super cool and super fun to watch but the age always freaks these coaches out so the only thing that's like frustrated me a little bit is it's a lot of pittsburgh it's all like we should take kenny pickett pittsburgh to pittsburgh oh, that could be good yeah but i don't want kenny pickett in the first round i want kenny pickett 
in the second. If it okay. happens. Do, okay, so I'm sure you've seen like where your draft is right now. Where yeah. are you at right there? Uh, like I mean, middle? we'll be we'll be middle to to lower. We'll probably be in the like twenties. So it comes down to taking him where you are or trading up from the, in the second. second. Yep. Yeah. And would you do that? Trade up. It depends on where we're at in the second round. You don't, yeah, almost I don't know have your to picks, decide. So. Well, no, like Pittsburgh has all their picks back. We haven't given the only time we've ever traded anything away. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that fucks us more than anything else, and this still pisses me off, and another reason why I hate Alejandro Villanueva <laughs> even fucking more. Okay. He chose to sign. He started. He did a tryout with the fucking Ravens first, and then signed two weeks later so that we wouldn't get a supplementary contract or a pick from him. Because I doubt he cunt. did that with intention, dude. No, he did. It was out. It was outright. He said that that's. <laughs> he did say that. Oh, yes. that's, that's a fucking backstabbing bitch. He's a cunt. He used to play for the Eagles too, which is funny. Yeah, I know. Pittsburgh got um, him for the Eagles because with the Eagles he was a defensive lineman, and Pittsburgh. He was a D. Yeah, he played D tackle in college, and we tried transitioning him, but we just didn't keep him long enough to see it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I. My biggest issue is that dude was a fucking cancer in the locker room for Pittsburgh, and then he comes out and starts talking shit as soon as he leaves and fucks yeah. the Steelers over. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Congratulations on being a soldier. I'm a veteran, too, and I think yeah. you're a piece of fucking shit. He was. It was all about him in that locker room, dude. Everybody in that locker room, when they did the, like, everybody decided to stay inside for the whole kneeling thing was going on. Yeah, he would. That fucking asshole goes and stands outside the fucking tunnel. I mean, that's his thing. I don't care about that. No, it's not. No, it's not. When you agree with your entire team to be a team, you do what the team says. You don't go stand out there like a fucking cock bag. I feel like I'm like the Nebraska's coming out of me a little bit because he, he also served for a team like for his life a little bit too. So like it's for like, Two minutes, and then he can come back to his team. It's not like he's like saying fuck. But that you. was he's the not... problem. The entire team agreed that nobody should go out because we don't want any extra fucking drama. What did that so do? He just randomly it brought went. more drama. Yes. Oh. No. It was already quoted and already yeah. flat out said he did that on his own. Tomlin didn't support it. Nobody did. He just went out and did it on his own. Maybe he had a change of heart. I don't fucking know. Fuck it. But. Fuck, fuck him, it. he's gone, and the Ravens just lost you, dude, so let him stay. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn turnstile for a left tackle. Well, maybe I, in the in the grand scheme, dude, I wouldn't even mind seeing Pickett, right? That's his name? I wouldn't mind seeing him on your team. Dude, that'd be kind of cool. I wouldn't mind it either, but like, I also know this is just uh, the like rumors from the area and all that. Tomlin doesn't want a young quarterback to come in and try and teach. He wants to bring in a veteran. Yeah, so, that's fair. Do you think he doesn't think he could teach a quarterback? He's not an offensive guru. He's a defensive. Yeah, guy. so that could be. I understand that. Then like, that's not a like. Uh, that's not even like a bad thing to admit. To be perfectly I, honest, it just sucks as a franchise to be like, "Fuck, we're never gonna like." Yeah. At the same know, time, grow, though, man. you look at it too. Bill Cowher flat out said this when he retired, and he, he he kept having his name pop back up into coaching. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, possible coaching hire me. Um. He flat out said, he goes, I'm not going to go anywhere that doesn't already have a franchise quarterback. Yeah, well, he was old, though. You also don't want to just spend time. He really wasn't that old. Cowher's still not all that old, I don't think, man. I know, but he coached for like 40 years or some shit in the NFL alone, I think. No, I wasn't So it was like, 
shut up. I, mean, I always exaggerate the time because time is crazy, but you know what I mean? He was, he know, was man. with Pittsburgh I, for 15 seasons. You're right. Yeah. But, I mean, he's 64. Coach. Same age. He's a little bit older than my pops, obviously. In the grand scheme, they don't want to grow somebody. In the end, speak Aaron Rodgers into existence because it would be fun, and I want to see that too. Let's get that back. Yeah. We haven't done that. He coached, he coached for 21 years oh, in the NFL. 21 years. Uh, 21. Okay. Yeah, because he, he started well, with the Browns in 85. He was a player, was with the Eagles in 79, right, the Browns right. from 80 to 82, and then the Eagles again from 83 to 84. And then yeah. the very next year, he hopped on with the Browns as a coach. Uh, yeah, he just honestly, man, like he just knew he was done. He wanted to go and like, kind of like get along with his family and shit. And he's, he's a, uh, he was born in, born in, uh, Pennsylvania was a like Pittsburgher from that, but he like went to college at NC state. That's where he's lived. So there was a, the longest time when the Carolina Panthers were going through their coaches there for a while, he kept being like the name that popped up. But he just came out and said, he's like, unless you guys have a franchise quarterback for me, I'm not. He's like, I I coached for 15 years with my team. Like, I know that you need to have a franchise quarterback. He's like, I, I lived it. Like, I went to the Super Bowl in 95 with fucking Neil O'Donnell. Like, trust right. me. I understand that you need a franchise quarterback. I didn't win a Super Bowl until we got Ben. And that was young Ben. So... Well, you can also draft a franchise quarterback. I just don't think they want to deal with the teaching of it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think there's as much teaching with with, with Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Honestly, if they do go after a guy like that, if they do, Rodgers is the best bet because they can sign him. Yes, they don't have to give up anything because there's been rumors of the Russell Wilson thing, and then there's been rumors of of Rodgers for Pittsburgh, stuff like that. But like outside of those two, who the fuck are you gonna get? That's a it's a veteran, you know. No, unfortunately, Russell's going to come to the Eagles, and you'll get Rodgers, <laughs> and we'll see how it goes. All right, before we hop into the final pickums for uh, Week 14, I just have to congratulate you on something that happened in the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> what? Well, one, it's been 17,000 days since you guys have won the Stanley Cup. Uh, I know it's coming. And you just fired your coach. You're now yeah. on your seventh coach in six years. <laughs> yeah. And your canine dog took a yep, shit. Yeah, there it is. Right. I it. it was we're ended with the dog. Day. I knew it was coming. <laughs> you know what's funny? You you shared that as a diss, and then like all of Philly shared that, and it was like, yep, this is us. This like, is us. <laughs> <laughs> it was the longest dog turn I've ever seen in my Dude, life. no shit. I was just like, Unreal. holy fuck. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? I like the memes and shit because turn the shit around, man. You know what I mean? Like every other Philly team is other than the fucking Phillies. They're kind of doing their own shitty thing. But <laughs> everyone else is at least attempting to turn around. What the fuck's going on with that players? I'm not a hockey guy, so I, I mean. No, you're good. I I'm just wanted to argue. give you shit because it's just fun. No, it's funny. No, no, no. Like I said, I'm down for the memes, dude. But yeah, it's uh, there's a obviously Pittsburgh Phillies, a big rivalry in in hockey yeah. and yeah. for anybody that's using this just as the NFL and you don't weigh pay attention to hockey by any means, but there's been a, there's been a, uh, <laughs> a guy that put up a Twitter account that is literally called since the flyers last cup. And he just tweets every <laughs> single day, how many days it's been <laughs> since 1975. Yeah. And the last time they won the Stanley cup. 
And That's literally, 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 yesterday was the seventeen thousandth day, and it's been they hit seventeen thousand. <laughs> I feel so bad for him, dude, because I feel like they're so diehard, man. Oh, dude, and anytime absolutely. they get like a bright light, like Carter Hart or something, like the rest of the team sucks. Uh, Remember when they Carter, were hot? What right before well, yeah. COVID? They were. Yeah, dude, it was great. And then guess what? Carter Hart started to suck, and he sucked since. He wow. hasn't. How much abuse can you take, you know? Well, I mean, I don't even think it's Philly fans giving him abuse. He just hasn't really had defense in front of him, man. Wait, That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. He's just getting beat up in the game. The the fans love him, but. Dude, his fucking gaffe he had uh, against the Lightning before the before Elaine Vigneault got fucking fired. He comes out to play a puck, and he fires it right into the chest of the opposing team, way away from his net. And the guy just is like, did you just. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it in the net. Here you go. God. Like, what the fuck? Philadelphia, man. Well, Philadelphia is what I say sometimes. I mean, I feel bad for him at times. Yeah. Uh, Oris is actually coming into town right before I come out to see you in Philly because Pittsburgh cool. plays the 23rd here. Or, sorry, Philly yeah. plays here the 23rd. So he's going to that game. I couldn't get off work because I'm coming to Philadelphia and we're, I had to work those two days before, so. I looked at your schedule to see if you guys play again out here, just to see. I don't think you do, right? Oh, we do. We have. Oh, you do this year. I mean. Oh, Oh, okay. Good. I think we have five. I think we have six games. There should be three out there. Three here. Perfect. I'll look it up and see. I mean, maybe fuck it. I'll make the drive out and. I mean, honestly, I have unlimited PTO now, so I might as well come out to fucking Pittsburgh and see what that arena looks like. Anyway, so it's a cool one, man. Honestly, like nobody's. I'd be down for it. So. You I might get the care. general ribbing of like, uh, let's Philly. fucking fight. Let's fight. I haven't fought for a while. You know, why Philly's do you want to fight all the time? The Jesus. <laughs> I'll bring the fight. It's all good. I'll be like, my friend peed his pants. I'm defending his honor right now. <laughs> I'm never going to live that down ever. No, you won't. Like, it's so good. Me, it's man. so good that it was in that parking lot too. Dude, the I best. got, I didn't know what to do. Oh, man, that's so strange. I was like, I'm going to be able to hold it. I started peeing. I'm like, I'll be able to hold it. It's fine. Yeah, just there's, there's no chance. Speaking of, I got to piss. Let's get to these pickums, bro. Okay. All right. The pick pickums, pickums. All right, let's get in. Dallas and Washington. Team. Yeah, here we go. Dallas minus four. Oh, you did. Uh, who picks first? Here you go. Uh, I'm going to take Dallas on this one. Let me give me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking they have Dallas. Every- they have every fucking right to win it. I, I think I'm taking Dallas as well, but the Reds or the the football team are hot. Heineke's doing his thing, although he's kind of not. He's really only putting up like 14 points a game, and the defense is hot. Dallas should win this. Let's go down. All right, you got Dallas yourself there, bud. Yeah. All right, Rams at Cardinals. Cardinals minus three. Uh, yeah. I believe this is the Monday night game. If I'm not mistaken. Right. So this will be the final one to discern everything. Another so yeah, division yep. game. Yeah. Yep. Division game, Monday night game. Uh does does uh LA get right and take a take an upset over the Cardinals? Bro, as much as I shit on McVay, I think he gets this one because this division's funky, you know, and the Cardinals are really good and they win even like amongst turmoil. Um, but I love Kyler Murray and I love Zach Ertz so much, dude, that I just have to go with the Cardinals. I hate you. I have a feeling. I have a, 
You are you really? I have yes. a feeling the Rams are going to win this. I just really do. But McVay's a bitch, and is that Gertz, man? I mean, come on. All right. Well, we both have we both picked the same fucking teams again, like always. This one might this one might decide it. I think. All right. Bills and Buccaneers. Bucks minus three. You go. I. You know, at some point it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna stand. Just give me a fucking Devon? table. <laughs> Devon, get yep. the tables. Hell yeah. I, I think it's an upset. I think that they're going to be pissed coming into this game. Yeah. And they, they come in and they, 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 get this, they get this fucking win. Josh Allen. How much of it do you think it's like Bills also beating Brady too? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a huge. It's huge. Yeah, you no one ever really talks about that. But I'm taking the bucks, bro. I, I, don't, I know they've been a little ugly. But I just think Brady just owns that fucking division, dude. It just is what it is. They'll win. It'll probably be ugly. It'll probably be some stupid bullshit where the Bucks come back or something, like down 10 in the fourth. But I see it. Yeah, I don't disagree with you with that. But I just, um, I'm I'm holding my true, no, it's my fair. true feelings. Go Bills, man. Hey. Honestly, win the Super Bowl, please. But I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to be in Buffalo this weekend. So here, here we go. True. Even though it's in Tampa, but it is. You're you right. better be. Are you going to be able to watch the game or no? I'm going to be on my way back home at that point. This I'm bitch. actually. You no, know, so I'm going to the every time I die to the season concert or festival in Buffalo, and we're doing the that. It's a Friday, Saturday, and I'm going to wake up a little earlier to make myself down back into Omaha to see the lady because it's her birthday. So. Okay. You know, he You're got, he got that stuff. Or not Omaha. It's a fucking Pittsburgh. I'm an idiot. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> Pittsburgh. I don't know why I said track, Omaha. Bro. No, no. No, yeah, Pittsburgh. The brain, then we're going to see me without you on Sunday night. So, Cool, cool. At least I am. <laughs> yeah. This is All my right. last month without a million concerts, so I'm trying to enjoy it. So this is uh, a week where the Eagles are on a bye, so we have a fourth random game. Yep. And we're going to keep this motherfucker in the AFC North. Ravens at Browns. Browns minus two and a half. Is Billy writing Gardner Minshew 2.0 Baker Mayfield? I feel like you only put the Browns Ravens game in this because you want to see Miles Garrett. I think you have a little crush on this guy, man. You know what? It's not even it. I'm going to go on Etsy or something. I'm going to find like a life-size cutout of Miles Garrett, and that's what's going to be waiting for you when you walk in. I will smash it. <laughs> I hope you do. That'd be really cool. But what a fucking... Yeah, I think that's why you put it on here. And you know what? Just for that fucking sake, let's go. Fighting Miles Garrett's. I'm taking the Browns. Let's do it, bro. I bet Ravens they it. outright. They win this. I'm Ravens not taking... Are we doing it outright? outright? Fuck it. Let, you know what? Let's do it. I'll take a shot. You, do, you, can't, a shot. Take, you can't do it outright on yours. They're the fucking favorite. Oh, what they are. That's so weird. I didn't even realize that. I just assumed... Oh, Browns man. are a two right, and a well, half point favorite, bro. Oh, what a joke! Uh, <laughs> that's even tougher. I'll tell. You, I have to stick with it, but the yikes! Yeah, there you go, buddy. If you, if I and show you. up to your house and there's a Miles Garrett thing, I, like, I'm not <laughs> kidding you. You're just wasting your money. I'm gonna smash it. What if he's wearing a TJ Watt jersey? I'll still smash it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. And then I'll take photos. Oh look! Afterwards, 
All right, final game of the weekend, which is actually a game that will be happening right after we release this podcast as we release it on Thursdays. Thursday night football, Steelers at Vikings, Vikings minus three. This game scares the shit out of me mostly as a Steelers fan because, one, the Steelers have needed their fucking practice to, like, or not practice, but their recovery each week. They've been fairly beat up. I personally am going to take the Vikings in this game because, one, Thursday night games are weird. Two, travel after a fucking hell of a game against the Ravens. This is just outright set up for Pittsburgh to lose this game. You're taking the Vikings in the spread? Yep. You son of a bitch, dude. My whole thing was like, you guys love playing down. Here comes Kurt Coupons. How much do you think this might be a shootout, though? I don't think it's a shootout. You don't think? I mean, Kurt, that's I think all he's good I think for. Justin Jefferson gets plenty of yards, but not having Dalvin Cook will be able to help Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I still, like, I don't think the Minnesota offensive line will be able to hold TJ Watt. I think TJ Watt gets three sacks in this game. I'm yeah. taking the Vikings too, which sucks. But I honestly am low-key kind of thinking Vikings. I don't know, man. It's weird because you guys do play down. I think it's going to be close, but I do... I don't know. It's weird. I think if it's Vikings, it's Vikings by like a good margin. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. I think it the, yeah. I think it ends up being like a 10-point game. Vikings kind of just roll with it at the end. I just think that Ben doesn't recover as well, especially after a physical-ass game that he just had. It just doesn't work as well for, for Ben, man. Like, old, these Thursday night games, I just don't I don't foresee it but being... But how much do you think they'll rely on Harris then instead? I mean, they will, but how well has that worked for him prior? I feel weird about it. I'm switching. Give me the Steelers, bro. I'm switching, bro. I feel weird about this game. I think it's going to be ugly. All right, do you want Steelers? I, I don't know what it was. With the points, or do you want Steelers outright? Uh, no, just points. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, can't, I don't have that much, dude. Come on, it's the Steelers. No offense. No, you're good. <laughs> I mean, you're good? Yeah. All right, well, we're finishing this one out. I'm going to have another shot. Yeah, this is a long boy, so I'm going to take a big yeah, shot. Yeah, we did a little long, man. Uh, we'll probably end up, after editing, it'll be a little bit over an hour, hour 30. Not terrible. Yeah. We got into we got a little bit more into the the bullshit and ranting this time, and kind of more analytic shit, which maybe we shouldn't do because we're just us. But fuck it. Yeah. Have you seen anyone on ESPN? They don't even know who the fuck's playing in the game. So That's a fair point. It's a fair point. Well, cheers, <laughs> cheers bud. Uh, yeah. Here's to uh, T.J. Watt, defensive player of the goddamn year. Miles Garrett cut out. If that happens, Woo. I swear to God. You know, honestly, I'll just laugh. It won't even be that bad. Would you take it back with you? Would you strap it to the top of your car? I would probably strap it to the top of my car, yes. I'd find a way. It's so cool. You'd have to, like, um, like clown him up in your apartment. I'd figure it out. I'd put fucking yeah, Sears he... gear all over him all the time. You know that. I'm a sh- yeah, I'd show up randomly. I wouldn't even tell you I'm coming. I'd show up and knock on your door, and he'd be laying in your bed. <laughs> you have lipstick on Jesus he doesn't. fucking Christ <laughs> what is wrong I with you? you I mean you bring him up so much man. I, because I I'm tired it. of him getting more clout than fucking yeah, TJ yeah. dude it's bullshit yeah, yeah. TJ's better he's better all day give me TJ Watt thank you for joining us <laughs> <laughs> another episode of uh, not, uh, Miles Garrett 
romantic episode of... Oh, you want to hit the tagline on this one? There we go. Here you go. Sure. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Another episode of Hot Takes with Panda and Friends. Shout out to Miles Garrett of the world. And Carson Wentz is still a bitch. Yeah, still a bitch. <laughs> Thanks, y'all.